Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about one of my wife's favorite <laughs> topics in the world, and that is non-toxic cleaning. So as a general rule in our house, if you wouldn't eat it, you don't clean with it. Yikes. So we're going to kind of take you through how we've made some of these transitions and why we've made these transitions. There is a general stigma. My husband would back this up that clean products do not work as well as mainline or mainstream products. This is a very, very true statement. I think you found that only to be true on two very particular products. Okay. So again, preface this, just give you a little, little personal information about us. I am a big smells guy. I love specifically my clothes to smell. You love the tie dial. I the love the store. tie dial at the grocery store. <laughs> I, I just, for whatever reason, that that scent of the chemically induced deliciousness of Tide is just, it's just, it just, it's not, it smells so good. I love that smell. And so and even showing him studies that fragrance is the new secondhand smoke has not swayed him. Again, to desire I, it, but yeah, we don't say, have it in our house. Yeah, but this, we have diligently worked to find products that he approves, and we'll share them with you. Yes, and we have some. I, I will say I, we have found some. Again, it takes some time to find stuff that meets both my scent approval and my wife's quality of ingredients <laughs> approval. Um, that and the other thing is clean cleaning the bathtub. I got to get that grime off that bathtub. Oh, I forgot about the bleach. I guess you have three products that are non-negotiable. Yeah, I was I, thinking laundry detergent, deodorant. So deodorant, I, I, I'm still looking. I, I, yeah. So I thought you go, liked the one you just. I got. do. So, so, so to go back to 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 the bathtub thing. Yeah, we, my wife tried to <laughs> tried to sell me this organic, non toxic bleach alternative, and I just I, and I and she's the one that makes me scrub the bathtubs because it's a tough job, and I just couldn't I couldn't get it clean. I said, honey, watch this. I went out and got a small thing of actual bleach and. She, but you know what? I still think I have an alternative for this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I used it last time and it worked very well. Okay, okay. Like I said, I'm open to to to, to be improved wrong. I just say, on, on, as a as a general rule of thumb, it's tough to find cleaning supplies that stack up and will do as good of a job as the toxic stuff. So, and I and I realize that's that's, that's kind of weird. From I think this it's kind time. of two couple of things go into yeah, that though. Yeah. Too one, you can't let it get nearly as bad as you would if you were going to use the chemicals. Mm. I think you almost need to temper your expectations that nature and what God has given us through nature does not work as well as perhaps what man has given us through the chemical bleach. Well, and yeah, that's the thing. The chemical bleach is designed to kill things, right? It, yeah. it, it kills bacteria. So my thing is, if we have an overly sanitized environment, that creates an incredibly tough residual small amount of bacteria and microbiome that is then resistant and keeps proliferating and reproducing is resistant to all that stuff that used to kill everything else. So, you know, those things will say like 99.9% of germs will be dead, but that point, 0.01 then grows and grows and grows. We know that bacteria can spread and grow really fast. We've done a lot of classes where we grew these in cultures and within a matter of a couple of days, you can, you can create an incredibly resilient bacteria. And so we weren't really designed to be, I mean, in nature, there's no really sanitary thing found in nature. Well, you're not supposed to be immune from bacteria. Yeah. There are really good bacteria. 
I mean, even in the probiotics, I think most people are aware that a probiotic is a really awesome thing to be on to help your gut lining. And the idea that we I mean, just there's, have there's villainized what, there's, them. There's like 12 pounds of bacteria in your gut alone, right? Or wow, I don't like know that. how many pounds, but I know there's it's, yeah, a it, lot. It, it's definitely, it's more, than, it's more than like a handful. I remember reading that. So uh, it, it's just amazing that we, we've, we've kind of gotten to this point where we're, we're almost coming full circle now because I think we've seen even, you know, in, in light of the last couple of years, sanitary conditions were really, really, really important in the news for certain reasons, as, as you guys will know. And so, yeah, it, it's... There's a balance, yeah. right? As in anything, I think sanitary environments of having plumbing and not having sewer systems and washing our hands, those are really amazing things to come out of research. But taken to the extreme, we're going to lose some of the good bacteria and the balance that that plays in our physiology and the benefit that that has. So yes, you want to have good bacteria um, and you don't want an overabundance of bad bacteria, but um, one of the best ways that I tend to think about my cleaning products though, bacteria aside, is the safety level. My daughter, um, who's 18 months, actually got underneath my cupboard the other day and I do have it locked, but I must have forgotten to shut it fully because I was cleaning and I looked over and she had one of my cleaning toothbrushes shoved up her mouth because she thinks she knows how to brush her teeth now. And I was just immediately so grateful that I didn't have bleach or ammonia or really toxic, harsh chemicals that I would have had to make an immediate call and get her into the ER for because everything that I use in our house is so non-abrasive and so okay technically to eat. It doesn't taste good, obviously, but things like vinegar and lemon juice you can consume and she's going to be safe. So I was just really thankful that... um Everything that we have chosen to keep under our cupboard that she technically could get into, I'm okay with her eating. Well, that's the cool thing too, that knowing that there are things that are even digestible and and that that we can handle that can clean. And so, to me, I used to think that like saponification or the the ability of an of a a thing to kind of clean and to get rid of dirt and grime and oil just meant that it had to be it couldn't be found in nature. But that's actually not the case. Things that the the original you know soaps. And, and clean things were things that were found in the in the garden out in mm-hmm. the front yard and that's a really cool uh thing to know we can get back to that kind of stuff and yes they may not do as good of a job of saponifying and 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 scrubbing things but they do a pretty good job they yeah. do an excellent job yeah. i would say probably my power trio is lemon vinegar and baking soda who you can do a lot with that i know lemon cuts through so much grease and stubborn stains that i find on things then vinegar is really sanitizing, kind of helps. Now, it doesn't overkill the good bacteria, but it does help clean up areas and sanitize them to some degree. And baking soda is is excellent at deodorization. Yeah. And I mean, here's here's a cool thing. So the, the active ingredient in most of these chemical products, these these toxic products, is what is the is the acid found in lemons. There's again, the, what what we've done to make them more efficient is we've taken those active ingredients and we've isolated them and we've basically just put a ton of concentrated doses of that with other things that keep it shelf stable so that's like that's where the toxins come into it i'm using air quotes you guys can't see them (laughs) but the toxins simply are things that make things last along they they preserve these 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 um these chemical mixes so that they don't go bad or rancid which is really good but it means that those added things um also aren't phenomenal again if you accidentally ingest it or it gets in your eyes or that kind of thing so our bodies can't handle that level of of that of that specificity but in nature man even even getting a lemon shot in your eye it's still gonna sting i mean it's pretty potent too so yes it is yeah 
And I think like other areas of health, this is not a, you have to jump in 100%, go all the way, throw everything out, complete overhaul. It's something that we have really kind of stepped into and towed into slowly. And we've worked really hard and diligently to find products or make products that we love and genuinely feel like they are an equal replacement. So for laundry, this was probably our biggest argument as we (laughs) transitioned. Um, But there's a brand called Molly's Suds. And there was a really cool backstory behind it. I want to say she was a nurse and her daughter had a bunch of skin issues and it came back to the quality of these cleaning ingredients she was using. And so she ended up launching her own line of laundry detergents. A lot of small businesses that do stuff like this actually have those kind of stories. Really so you, you, sh- you should really, if you, you know, you might resonate with somebody just because of that. But yeah, a lot of them have the like, hey, my family had this issue. So we decided to make cookie dough that was this way so we could eat it. And all of a sudden I got this really healthy version of cookie dough. There's a lot of cool stuff like that. Not just cookie dough. I'm, I'm hungry right now when we're recording. That's so. true. I'm very hungry too. And I feel like a really quick aside too is if you're somebody that really struggles with things like headaches and migraines, for me personally, I have noticed that I increase these when I travel and I go to places that use a lot of heavily fragranced products, whether it be candles, laundry detergents, those types of things, like sleeping on their beds, um, just chilling in their living room. I leave there and I feel so sick. And it's my good reminder of fragrance really is the new smoke. Like I feel terrible when I'm around cigarette smoke and I feel terrible when I'm around heavily fragranced environments. And so if you're someone that's kind of struggling with some of those, we'll call them lower line health issues, maybe make a real effort to change and see if this doesn't help improve. One of the things that we also utilize in our house are uh, Norwex rags. We yes. love those things. Those things are just, we have probably, what, 10 of those? At well, least. I specifically have one that's for stainless steel and windows. Mm. And we have the weirdest dishwasher that could not be cleaned with anything. And one of our dear friends gave us this Norwex rag. And wow, it does an excellent job. All you do is get it wet. You don't even have to use a product. And I use it for all of my stainless steel appliances. My daughter likes to eat yogurt, gets on her hands. She loves to rub it on the window. Um, <laughs> stage of life. Among, amongst other places too, yes. And so I love using that rag to clean up the windows and those kind of things. And again, Norwex is not a sponsor. Uh, they can be if they're listening to this. You guys reach out to us. Daily Well Podcast. But just, just put it out there. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kay Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast. Another really weirdly, I guess deodorant isn't technically a cleaning product, but that is something that you kind of struggled with because you found the baking soda, because that's an ingredient we're talking about, um, that we do use a lot in our laundry or you know, other areas of the house, but specifically in deodorant, that was really abrasive to your yeah, skin. Yeah, so I, I, I'm somebody who, for the majority of my life, didn't care what I put on my arms or, you know, I would, you know, whatever. I, again, before I met my wife, this was not even on my radar, this kind of stuff. So um, something that I started looking to a little bit later on in life, um, in my mid-20s, and I will say before her, I would find, I'd always use, I won't name any names because I, I don't want to diss any specific um, brands, but... The, the same deodorant I used all through high school and college, all of a sudden just started leaving my armpits raw, red. Uh, I'd, I'd get like weird ir- irritants. It wasn't even itchy. It just was like raw. It just mm-hmm. hurt. It, it almost got to the point where it was painful. I couldn't really even like move my arms. It just became a really, really an annoyance 
that was getting borderline really, really bad. And so, um, yeah, we found a lot of stuff. And there's, there's, I'm still kind of searching for that perfect um, one because a lot of times you'll find like these like pastes or these like little things you can that are a little more um, homemade looking and feeling. They don't spread as well. And some of those just again, they don't have that sense of like, hey, this like it's it's more of a fragrant deodorizing because. I don't want to have something that's going to stop me from sweating. When you, th there's a difference here for those that maybe don't know, an antiperspirant versus a deodorant. Sometimes you'll have them both in the same. That's kind of you got. I'm, I'm just sorry. You got to stay away from that kind of stuff. Anything's going to stop you and plug up your pores from from sweating and getting mm -hmm. and, and allowing your your body to regulate its temperature, specifically around your armpits. And you're growing. You have a ton of lymph nodes. You got a ton of, of detoxification of, happening. Yeah, there. your your body uses your lymphatic system, your lymphatic drainage system to to detoxify and purify your blood, uh, waste products, and, and that just happen to be in the random fluid in your body. And so, armpits, crotch region is where you have a ton of that. So that's why that typically is a stinkier area because when you sweat and you're you're getting out some of those toxins through your sweat. If you plug that area up and say, hey, I'm going to put a bunch of stuff on the skin so that my, my, my pores can't release, it it does two things. It, first off, you can't actually uh, moderate your, your, your skin temperature, which is a bad thing because then your body will want to sweat more and more and more. And two, again, you block those toxins from being released in the sweat. So big fan of not looking at anything that's an antiperspirant. You're going to sweat. Sweating is part of, part of nature. It's how your body re responds and adapts to your environment. But that deodorant portion is huge for me because I I'm not sure if I'm more smelly than the average person but I sweat I like look at some I look at a set of weights and I start sweating like I just I just and my wife is the exact opposite. We have so derailed from our healthy cleaning. Sorry, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just getting real. Hey, this, this, is, this is my, this is my, We're you know. cleaning my, your my, underarms, I guess. Huh? We're cleaning your underarms. Yeah, my arms. And right now I, I, I have this, this, uh, this brand we found at a local health store in our, in our town. Is called it called Wild Man? Urban Cowboy, I think is what it's called. Oh. That's I different. think. I don't know. Again, not a sponsor. Just letting you know, I'm being real. This is probably my favorite one so far. It smells... <laughs> It smells pretty good. I, I it's been about three, two or three hours since I applied it. I still smell good. And the green washing is so prevalent in yeah. the natural cleaning world. People will try to say, "Hey, we're all natural," and almost every time I turn over the ingredients, there's fragrance in it. Fragrance. You are so hard pressed to find deodorant without the word fragrance listed. Yeah. In once it. you start looking at and reading. Uh, ingredientless, or it's just it's hard to find stuff that doesn't have something in it. Yeah, fragrance is the cleaning products version of natural flavors. This wide array of it could be one of two hundred thousand different chemicals yeah. made from petroleum, mm -hmm. and I don't have to disclose what it is. So I usually try to avoid companies or branding that is not going to fully disclose what's in their product. And once again, we mentioned this these companies too, and these apps you can get on your phone. One's called. EWG. EWG. And, and another one is... Think Dirty. Think Dirty. Those are things you can get that are easy. If you're not like somebody who's super into knowing every little detail about what's in there, you can get those apps on your phone. Again, they're not sponsors, but you, you can scan the, 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 the barcode of whatever product you're looking at, and it'll give you a rating based... You know, sometimes it's either an A to an F or a green light, yellow light, red light of how toxic or how good mm -hmm. those ingredients are. So if you're in a store... You can scan whatever ingredient, whether it's like, you know, a can of soup or something like that, just to see which ingredient or which one of those, uh, if you compare it between two or three ones, is that the least toxic for you. Maybe start there. It's super easy. You can deep dive as if you want to go, hey, what is this ingredient? What's linked to this? Is this pretty solid? Okay, cool. Um, but this is a good place to start. Oh, for sure. 
And just to circle back around, when you are looking at your cleaning products, one, I liked to start with making my own in certain areas. Some things were more of a flop. Like I made some homemade soap the other day and Andrew didn't love that as much as some of the clean brands, but I think it's a really cool skill to have. But it also kind of lets you know what you're looking for in an actual product. Are you looking for it to be more scented? Obviously naturally with essential oils, but are you looking for more of a powerful substance? Because you might have to make some trade-offs on scent and effectiveness when you're looking at a natural product. So just kind of knowing what qualities in that product matter most to you. And if you want to stock up on things like lemons, white vinegar, and baking soda, you can make an astronomical amount of products and clean most every room that you have with just those three ingredients. Um, So yeah, just kind of start small, build up your arsenal from there, and just know that that makes a big difference, especially if you have pets and small children in your house, because they can get into, I mean, my dog licks the floor as soon as I clean it. So for having a clean floor cleaner makes a big deal to me. Yeah. Anyway, we hope these tips have been helpful. And if you want us to go a little deeper into specifically what kind of products we use in another podcast, we definitely can. Yeah. And again, uh, please reach out if you have questions, if you have topics that you'd like for us to cover. We love talking about this kind of stuff. I kind of joke when I tell people and ask them if they're enjoying these. Most people are saying this is a lot of fun. This is the conversations that we have every day, whether it's pillow talk before we go to bed and Kate's just researching some new thing she wants to try to do or cut out or and or it's, <laughs> or it's on, on a walk and I'm like, hey, I just some really... Some new extreme thing I'm on the transitioning so we, to. we vet a lot of these things and, and these are fun conversations. We love them. We're passionate about health and wellness. Again, we, we love how God made our bodies and our goal is just to say, hey, Jesus, how do we live well on a, on a regular basis? And that's, that's what we're trying to do. So sustainable health is our, is our biggest passion. Again, none of these changes take place overnight. It's a journey and it's unique to you. Um, so take what we say with a grain of salt, but make sure it's definitely, uh, um, you know, pink Himalayan sea salt. That grain of salt better be nice and healthy. I'm just joking. But, and again, uh, follow us on Instagram at the Daily Well Collective for more real-time updates. And feel free to DM us or email us also at thedailywellcollective at gmail.com if you have anything that you would love us to talk about. Yeah. We hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.